this little thing is gonna yes gonna get us this is gonna get us from here throw my voice Mm -mm. no it should be just fine all right uh because this little microphone does all the way around and, um, uh, yeah, you can use the real term. <laughs> you know, it goes all the way around. <laughs> I don't know the real words, and then the other one is fine too. So, hey, turn off your shit. Ready? All right, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. Uh, and today I am with, I have a friend, I have a friend that's helping me co-host. Believe it or not. Look at you. <laughs> he has a friend. I had to, uh, what's it called when a show first starts and you have to throw in somewhat of a celebrity to get people to bite so they'll like actually watch I it. do not know what that is, is called. Is that a thing though? That's a thing. It's probably called something. <laughs> but uh, this is Rob Lindley. Rob Lindley is uh, an actor here in Chicago. Yes. And a homosexual. Some, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> I think that that should be out there. Well, I think it's out there. I think we got that covered. I have done my darndest to make sure everybody knows. <laughs> I bet you have. I've seen you out and about. I know well, what you should do. So, um, and this is actually a show about uh, family and what that means these days. Yes. And we're going to talk to uh, two different family dynamics and... Um, one of them is actually uh, my baby mama. Uh, I... And pump the brakes for everybody <laughs> listening at home. Because the first time you said it to me, I thought you were just joking about something. <laughs> I inseminated everything. a lesbian. Well, good for you. Yes, I did. It was, uh, it, it, it was a little bit of trying, and uh, now there's a baby on the way. Um, I'll tell you, because we're going we're gonna to bring them on here in a second, but it is so... <laughs> The whole process of... But you say baby mama like real casually. Oh, yeah. Con- well, I mean, the thing <laughs> is... I, I might have been a little drunk the first time you told me, but I remember fully being like, ah, who? <laughs> You're hot? I mean, it's, I just like that I can say it. I mean, but it's I'm not great. raising it or nothing. I'm just, you know, I just, I just help make it. <laughs> I'm not raising it. But I, I have to say, I have to give props to like breeders and like, uh, like making babies in history because yeah. there is a certain kind of... Um, lack of intimacy mm-hmm. when it comes to uh like l- the lesbian couple trying to make a baby with me yeah because like um it's something to be said when your best friend knows when you're jerking off you know like that, sure <laughs> like sure. that that was a big thing that i always had in the back of my, my in the back of my mind was um <laughs> Tammy, I that that's what you're Tammy knows about. that I'm jerking off right now. That's yeah. all I get. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm like and fair. then she's coming to pick up my mess. That's all. <laughs> Not unlike when my mom would have to knock on the bathroom door and be like, "What is taking so long in there?" And then she'd have to come in and clean up the mess. And you all, and it was like, we go through toilet paper all the time. Like, what the Gosh. fuck? So messed up. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, we are going to meet our first... I'm, it's a modern family. It is a modern family. Um, we're going to meet Tammy and Jackie here in a few seconds. So uh, stay with us. All right. We are back with the Tony Soto Show talking about modern families today. And actually, I, we are joined with uh, two lovely ladies... Uh, Tammy and Jackie, and they, uh, Jackie has the, um, uh, what am I trying to say? The pleasure of carrying my spawn (laughs) in her stomach right now. (laughs) How you doing, girls? Good, good, good. 
Good. Okay, Good. speak up, Sammy, because I know that you're a little soft-spoken, <laughs> and we're going to have to hear what you have to say, all the brains. Now, I'm going gotta, I gotta to give you a backstory here, Rob. Give it to me. I met Tammy when I was 12 years old, uh, and she is the reason for everything that you see today. Well, then we should all... <laughs> I mean, she has a lot to explain. Yeah. Should all, I want you to finish that. You should all. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, chase me out of town. Send her a big all... thank you card. That was the only thing that was going through my mind. We met at church. Of course you did. She was 16, which was weird in itself. Like a 16-year-old and a 12-year-old probably shouldn't have. I, I made her aware of her being lesbian before she. Uh, and she made me a drug addict. We can change. I think they change. Well, you know, you, I, don't, I don't know. Those what things go hand in glove. Just like, <laughs> hey, guess what? You're a guy. Like, I can't listen to this. Oh, no. Sorry, Carl. Sorry. Well, about it's it. funny because your family put up with my shit for so long. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, they deserve so much praise for all that we put them through. Uh, when we were when we were young, it was crazy. But yeah, she taught me how to drive drunk. Okay. To this day, I'm a great drunk driver because. Uh, she, and she taught me never to fucking get drunk and be one of those crybabies. She's like, don't cry when you're drunk; it just wastes the oh, buzz. I love. Uh, God, <laughs> more people need to hear that. Put it, cross stitch that on a pillow, and sell it in stores. Absolutely. And oh. so to this day, I am like the funnest drunk because I'm like, yeah. Don't need no time. Fun is drunk the, and <laughs> giving your sperm away, driving every nun home drunk. I know. So, ladies, let's. <laughs> that's a really great resume just, you uh, have for yourself. I'll tell you, I am going places. I started and that. You started that. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Tammy. Well, let's talk about you two because uh, a little history. Because, you know, Tammy and I basically grew up together but then there was a big lull between us like seeing each other we didn't see each other for a long time and then when we did then jackie was suddenly in the picture so let's tell us about your guys's relationship and how it all started and all that stuff let us know about you let's tell about you well i mean i don't know if you remember back in the day for us older gay folk planted out I met a uh, mutual friend. Plan it out? Oh, yeah. Do you remember Plan it out? I wasn't gay when it was out. But <laughs> I was still playing it in the closet. <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> I was aware. Okay. <laughs> well, I met a mutual friend on Plan it out, and then that friend introduced us through to, to introduce me to Tammy, or Tammy to me and myself. And how long have you all been together? Too long. Because <laughs> y'all are married. I was in their wedding. Yes, oh, yes. I went to that gay wedding and I was in it and she put me in this like awful gray button down shirt and black slacks and I was just like, and we, I, and I was the only guy. And so it was like me and a sea of butch lesbians that didn't really like me. I still don't think they really liked me all that much. I think oh, I was a little, like I think I was a little too abrasive for the lesbians at that time. But uh, I don't know if I can think of anybody who doesn't like you, Tone. Oh, I yeah. could, I could give you a list. <laughs> Three are in this room right now. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Everyone's pulling up their phone, like, well, <laughs> let's start with contacts. <laughs> so you guys met through mutual friends, and you've been together, wait, how long have you guys been together? 13 years in December. And you've been married for? Five years. For five years. Awesome. That's, I mean, you're married. Yes. 
Um, how long have you been married? Two years. It'll be three in June. But you guys were together longer than that. We're together too, right? for nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, are you gonna have babies? I don't think so. I, I kind of feel too old for it. I'm just like that ship has sailed. Oh no. Maybe I don't know. But I mean, I can barely men. take you care can... of like a Christmas cactus. <laughs> <laughs> My cat looks at me like most of the time. He's like, "Girl, get it together." <laughs> Spilling drinks on her. <laughs> I can't imagine a child. Uh, you guys got together, and uh, mm-hmm. when we come back, I want to talk about uh, what made you guys decide to start a family. Cool? So stick with us. We're going to keep probing these lesbians for a little while longer. <laughs> well, you missed in the commercial break that. Uh, Just Lu- getting called out. My girlfriend Lucy, who's a total bitch. Uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I love me. <laughs> Tell me how I. Made the stories about me, and I had to remind her that it's my fucking show. Um, so, all right, so you've been married for five years, mm-hmm. and now you are eight months pregnant? Seven. Seven months pregnant. What made you guys decide to have a baby? Um. Oh, that makes me feel really good about your decision. <laughs> Well, we could barely take care of a cactus either, so we figured it was a good idea to yeah. move on Great. to something, you know. Higher challenges. Yeah. Um, for me, it, you know, like you talked about my parents, like, it, that was a big influence to me because I felt like knowing, you know, how wonderful they were at being parents that I wanted to do the same thing. Yeah. Give it a mm. shot. But what, was it ever a decision on who was going to carry it? Not really, but that's, I mean... Just luck of the draw, I guess. I mean, I've wanted a child since I was old enough to realize that children existed, you know, besides yeah. myself. And so I've been looking forward to carrying a baby, whereas Tammy never wanted to. So that was an easy one. That's mm-hmm. not always the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't know, because like, I didn't know how that worked out when it comes to, like, you know, being in a lesbian relationship. Because, um, you know, we kind of fit into heteronormative roles after a certain while, and, you know, I couldn't imagine you pregnant either, Tammy, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but let's turn this back about me because quite frankly yeah because that was a long time <laughs> it's been a minute he has to come up for air it's like a, he was suffocating yes. the subject matter of it's like people. a fat kid in the pool <laughs> just had to float up to the surface after a while I'm back oh um, so, so I mean I would only I'm only bringing me up because it's what people are downloading this for <laughs> because you could have chose any sperm right like what was the overall decision to choose I mean and I mean you know my history so I mean yeah. you're probably the either the best or the worst parent already who knows because what what made you guys was I just available <laughs> well, after the other five guys we asked said no there <laughs> It is. Oh, see? <laughs> what about Tony? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to leave it at that? Because that hurt my feelings. <laughs> okay. Um, was there the really surface. five guys? <laughs> no, Tony was our first choice. He was definitely number one. Uh, and one. Luckily, he said yes. Tell me more about my eyes. <laughs> I mean, because, well, I mean, what was, what was the um, overall, because you have a whole other community. You're in a coven. With a bunch of, you know, you're in a lesbian coven. Um, so it's like, I mean, what was their reaction like? How did it all well, go down? Well, the thing was, is for me, like, 
that I trust you. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it, I mean, you know, I trust Jackie, obviously, but in a in a world where the laws aren't always on our side, if something happened to Jackie, I don't know for sure about her family, and so you know, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I need to find someone that I trust because I don't I don't know that the law would help me out. Yeah. Right. And we didn't want to go the, the the bank route. We wanted somebody that we knew yeah. that could be slightly involved. So right. we did want to find a, well, you know, a man that we trusted. The lady at the hospital said we needed a male role model. So. <laughs> you, you picked it. We also we also decided that of the two, Tamara was more masculine. <laughs> well, so. well, you need you're having a girl. You need a, you need to teach the girl about makeup. Yeah, so. that's where Tony comes in. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, not me. Well, I mean, she I think shows up at prom looking like a total beat queen. <laughs> 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 I can see the pictures right now. They're like, well, we still wanted to look like a girl. <laughs> Shoulder pads for days. Um, well, I mean, I think that, you know, and also because like when they approached me, uh, my first, I mean, because as a narcissist, it's, it's one's desire to create something that looks like you and have some sort of a relationship with that said thing. Yeah. That being said. I don't want to raise it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fix it when it's broken. I don't want to feed it when it's hungry unless I'm just being the cool guy taking it out to eat. You know? I don't want to be responsible to educate it. And so I think that they were like, score. <laughs> Great. Score. This is exactly what we want. Because I would imagine that there are certain situations. Because, I mean, I haven't been very active in the pregnancy. Right. You know? Like, I, I check in on you. And I want to get photos to... Like, of the sonogram to send to the hillbillies back home so, you know, they know what's going on. Um, but that's another thing I want to talk about. It's like, let, let's talk and tell people about how you guys see my, my involvement in the, in the kid's life. Because I think that's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I think that that was another reason why we did choose you as a good donor is because we wanted someone who wasn't going to want to be a huge part of the child's life like we don't want we didn't want another parent per se we mm-hmm. wanted another family member family member yeah, yeah like we said right. like tony would be uncle tony to any child we had no matter exactly who the biological father is but we wanted you know somebody who we knew would not want to come in later and be like oh i'm going to go take this child for partial custody or whatever right so um i lost my train of thought you never have to worry about Tony doing that. I know. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, total sense. Yes. Like, I'm all yeah. responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he would have been yeah. in the child's. Yeah. He would have been in the child's life regardless. So right. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I would love for uh, the child to know at some point that I am the father. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but donor. Uh, but I, <laughs> the biological father, I would like because, like, the thing is, is that that's where my Latinoness comes into. You know, it's like. At some point, and, and, you know, we talk about this all the time, and I, I'm never, like, glib when it comes to me talking about how my family is insane. Um, uh, and that was a big concern for me, was how my family would react to, because, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm the only one who's, out of my siblings, has, that's now has a kid on the way, because my sister's a big old bull, and she ain't having no kids. And, uh, I mean... Brandon and Abby. And my no babies, though. So, that was my big thing. I was like, how am I going to explain this to my mother? That it's like, it's going to be a situation where you have access, 
but it's not going to be a situation yeah. where it's like access like you are an active grandmother you know what I mean yeah. like or yeah. or however that works out and it's so hard to explain it to them so I mean that's why when I asked like about your families and how they reacted I think that my mom is worried but she's too quiet or something too yeah she reserved to let us know <clears throat> she's made or she's asked about what we expect mm -hmm. on your part uh -huh. and you know I've tried to reassure her but I think she's worried in that you know she'll just get to see the baby less or something will happen legally yeah yeah well let's just take a quick break when we come back we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about this and then we're gonna weigh in I'm gonna get some of my close friends in quotes yeah you can't hear quotes <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get their opinion There's on this win. whole debacle of Tony Soto becoming um, a, a neglectful father. <laughs> back in a moment. Neglectful? <laughs> Welcome back to the Tony Soto Show. Um, we are talking to my baby mamas, Tammy and Jackie, and we have Rob Lindley here as co-host. So good to have his smug ass <laughs> Um, so we were just talking on the break about how, um, I'm already looking for ways to exploit, uh, <laughs> the baby when it's born. I've already asked Jackie because I want to do a photo shoot with, uh, my drag persona, Sandra Fairlawn. Yes. Um, and the baby, like, in really bad motherly situations, yes. you know, like, I'm passed out and, uh. She's in the bathtub. I'm passed out by the bathtub. Or, uh, I don't know. She's making me a drink. I would love to take her to the shoe and put her in the middle of the stage and I'm like drunk at the bar. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. Sounds reasonable. And, uh, Just put some like guardrails around. Do I get to do that, by the way? Because I'm going to make a calendar out of it and I'm going to sell it. As what long I, as and, we get a calendar, hell yeah. And half so of the money will go oh, into, into a college uh, account for her. We can do like guardrails guard on that she... center stage that turns it into a bit of a playpen. <laughs> this rattles and condoms in there with her. Yeah. Changing oh, a yeah. diaper on. <laughs> so, yeah. so you guys are having a girl. There's going to be a new koala care thing in that uh, unisex bathroom. Oh my god. <laughs> so many people have sex on it. <laughs> There's still a line of cocaine there. Oh and the baby. That is You're powdering the baby's ass with used blow. We're, we're going to do an extensive <laughs> shoot at the shoe. Just extensive. I would like to be there. So you're having a baby girl. Yes. Have you guys thought of names yet? Are you gonna, what are you going to name the baby? Go ahead. Audriel Gale. Audriel Gale. Love it. That is Audriel. Audriel. It's mm -hmm. very ethnic. Is and, it? Uh, yeah. Got got what so, <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> She's a, she's a brown baby. I was like, I want to have a little Spanish. It, it? it sounds a little bit little Spanish, which is good because she's mm -hmm. going to be, uh, you know, poor Mexican. So good for her. I hope that she gets my color. Yeah. I hope she does yeah. too. I hope she gets my color. I hope she comes out with a really uh, full head of hair. That's my, that's, that's the two things I want. So make it happen, Audriel. <laughs> Get uh, to work. So um, now, not only is it your community and your coven that's affected by the birth of this child, but also, you know, it's been a long uh, running joke with my friends as well. <laughs> and I'm joined with, uh, we're joined with two of the assholes. Uh, Lucy <laughs> with Chorik, who is my uh, partner in crime forever and ever. Uh, and uh, Jaren. <laughs> Jaren Miss Shea Kool-Aid, my sister from another mister. 
my cross-dressing partner in crime. Mm-hmm. Is that enough? Is that enough for you? Yeah, you know, I think that's adequate. Okay, good. <laughs> so, um, I want to talk, well, Lucy, you first, because I've known you the longest, and when this whole idea started getting tossed around, like, what were, what were your initial feelings? Oh, God. <laughs> that was the first thought. <laughs> oh my god. Tim? <laughs> they they know you, right? <laughs> they met you. They do, I know. Um, right? No, I mean that was my thing too, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was kinda of, they, they know how, his history, right? They know how many drugs he's done. They want to give this kid a real start, don't they? <laughs> I guess not. They're picking him. <laughs> I think that it would have changed if I was like, I want to be really active in the kids' life. I think they would have been like, listen, we know how much you drink. <laughs> we see so, wait, it. on that subject, did you have to like clean up your act for a little while before you know, You know, I tried church? to stop smoking oh, weed for a while. True but honestly, I mean, the whole thing, I'm telling you, the whole idea of just so many people knowing when I was jerking off. It affected my sex life. Like, there were moments where I couldn't pick up trade out of the bar because I had to wait because I had to give them a sample. Wow, the sacrifices you have made. (laughs) (laughs) It's just really, really, it's it's touching. Uh, touching. (laughs) If we could get some strings to come in here under this, that'd be awesome. I mean, mean, yes. I'm I'm an amazing person. So that was that was a big thing. It a big. It was like, oh fuck! Like she knows that it's happening. She's coming to pick it up. I would try to put it in interesting bags and give it to her. Like, it wasn't really that hard. You're like, oh my, thank the Lord. I'm not, no, you don't know how hard. You didn't love that much. You don't know how hard it was. But it took a while, right? Like, yeah. how long did a it year. take? A year. a year it took. So like mm-hmm. that was a long time of me, like not getting to go home with dudes, you know? Once a month. It's not like, you know, you went a full 365 days without going home. Oh, no. Well, this year, it was like, Tony, we'd really, you know, the doctor says that you probably shouldn't masturbate two to three weeks before we give you the sample. Two to three days. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. Oh, that's bullshit. All right. So in the meantime, as soon as you're like, oh, this one's stuck, he was like, oh, I got some some time. I got to make this up. Banging dudes like that. The, <laughs> the week after I found out she was pregnant again, I was out. It's your like a whole cat. <laughs> well, my thing was when they asked me to do it, I'm like, I'm just wasting on the back of boys anyway, so I might as well. Well, I hope your father's enjoying this it's show. It's too. That he doesn't mind us knowing that, but it bothers him that we. That might have considered the was. fact that he was masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> might have considered, girl, you do. You're like, yeah, I'm like, pick up your no, sperm. No, really, like, I was like, this, this traffic on Lakeshore sucks. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> we were not driving. Tony's <laughs> masturbating. Tony's <laughs> masturbating. No, not happening. <laughs> All right, Jaren, you can weigh in now. What is What was your opinion and what has been your opinion during this whole process? Um, well... Hmm. I... <laughs> That's really interesting. I don't really know what to make it. It's so shocking, I think, to me to like, cause I, it's, I think about it and I'm like, yeah, wow, there is a kid on the way that is half Tony Soto. There's like another piece of that that's coming into the world. But honestly, I think you're more excited about being, you know, 
a father to this child than you let on. I know you want to exploit it, but I remember when we were eating pancakes, because that's when you're your true self. Okay. And he was, like, talking about, oh, I hope she's a girl, because then I can dress her up and buy her clothes. And I was like, mm-hmm, you're excited about this. I mean, and then, like, 30 minutes later, he's like, but I'm not taking care of it. <laughs> I'm not taking care of it. Uh-uh. I mean, I'm not even changing its diapers. Yes, you uh, will. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I am very excited about it um, because it's a big milestone. I couldn't mm. see, I couldn't imagine doing it with anyone um, but Tammy. I mean, we've mm-hmm. been through fucking everything, so yeah. it's like this makes sense. And I love Jackie. Like, when they got together, I was like, finally, Tammy's done dating loser women. <laughs> She's so great. You know, she found someone who doesn't suck. Um, I will be honest, though. I do not like how soft it has made me. Like, because pre-baby, pre-pregnancy, pre-all that shit, like, I mean, I was way cooler. (laughs) And now I be feeling shit, thinking about shit. Like, I'm in therapy now. I'm like, what the? Yes, I'm trying to work shit out. And I'm like. It's almost like you've been pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> right? Hormonal. Right? Right? I'm just like... Dude, you did not just say that. I do. I cry to, I cry to the Long Island medium all the time. She puts it. And I don't believe her at all, but... SVU. SVU, I'll cry. I'll cry. I'll scandal. Girl, I'll just be crying. And it's like, who is this person? <laughs> well, okay. Well, I want to thank you girls so much for coming here and talking about this because this has been... Uh, I think very educational for the people, <laughs> and uh, the baby's born in January. She's due in January, and you're all ready for her. <laughs> what do you got to do to be ready? I don't know. I don't know. Is your shit baby proofed? All that stuff. Like, can they get in cabinets? Apparently, we're not good at this. Like, I had thing. I don't think anybody. Does. No, my say, straight friends don't get it together. You're you, you'll buy yourself time. You're like that kid isn't gonna be crawling around for a while. We exactly. got plenty of time. Exactly. The don't minute worry she starts it. crawling, then we'll start locking up the cabinets. Until then, yeah. alcohol's sitting out. Well, Tammy and Jackie, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and good luck. And I can't wait to like start whatever exciting. adventure we're about to start with that baby. God, I can't. Super exciting. Thank you. We are very excited. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, we are going to talk to an interesting family dynamic uh, that consists of burlesque, sideshow stuff, and a two-year-old. So stay tuned. We'll be back. Um, So we are back again, continuing our discussion on modern families. And so we talked to my baby mamas. And how wonderful I am for giving them my baby batter. Well, so they I mean, could make a child. I mean, like literally, I'm the most awesome person. In all that's life, real. Right? That's subjective. Yeah, that's that's, that's what really I just subjective. Said when, but when I'm sure when we go through the for choosing you mm. and the fact that you would never want guardianship <laughs> over your child. I don't. I don't. I don't ever want to be saddled with that. I don't want. I don't want anything coming to me being like, remember that one time we did that one thing that really fucked me up. Uh, God knows. You're still going to get that regardless. God knows, I think, right? Every time I see my own mother, I'm like, That's why I repeatedly told them never to leave her alone with you until she's 20. She's so fucking dumb. She's so serious about it. So we are continuing our discussion with Modern Families with an actual, uh, it's completely different than what the, what the, the lesbians and myself have. Um, we are meeting with Senjula and Red Rum. 
Hi. 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 Uh, and Red Rum, you are a burlesque performer. Um, and is it safe to say, Sinjula, that you want to? Well, you're a sideshow performer, or, or how, circus... how do you how do you identify, Sinjula? Um, primarily, I, I'm a circus sideshow performer. I, I do uh, dabble in boylesque, but uh, primarily, I would say a circus sideshow performer. Yeah. And um, you two met uh, in the, the circuit. The right is that what it, what, what, what do what you call it? The what do we call that group of people? Oh, the, the community. <laughs> the, the community. Y'all yeah. fell in love, huh? The first time that I met him, I was videotaping a um, sideshow, and my introduction to him was him piercing his face with bicycle spokes. I know that that would get me too, honey. I would have, I would have, I would have just that would opened make me right up. Primal thoughts like security. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was the thinking. The penetration. Yes. What, what, so what was it? So yeah, what was it? I mean, if that was well, your first impression of a man. Did you hear Dreamweaver playing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Slow motion. Pretty close. So, so I was chatting with him after the show briefly. Um, and, you know, he did the whole like, oh, check me out on MySpace. I know when you actually say it, but everybody had a MySpace. At the time, like, all did. Like, yeah. This gives we it a, a time and place. So um, I had uh, just got married three months um, prior to meeting him, and upon meeting, in the back of my head, the thought was, fuck, I'm married. Because I did ignore his MySpace request for about a year. I <laughs> thought I was a psycho. Well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't <laughs> sure. You know, you just ask yourself some logical questions. I don't accept every sideshow freak's MySpace request. <laughs> well, I appreciated, I appreciated his flirting, but then at the same time, I was like, nah, you know, he must do this with all the girls. So, yeah. you know, he does. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a year later. Boys, even I mean, I was you know. Hey, what when I see something I want, I go after it. Well, so do I. (laughs) So a year later, I needed a performer for a show that um my friend and I were doing at the Museum of Surgical Science, and Sejula was the first person to reply. So from there, we started talking um, over email every day, and then soon on phone every day, and then. And then it blossomed into more of a relationship, and then but, she which ended my marriage. But so, so, so Sanjula, you liked her from the beginning, uh, right? Yeah, I mean, I I liked her. I didn't know what it was that I liked about her because actually the first four times that we ever you know hung out, we were both in makeup, so I didn't even know what she looked like. Yeah, I was with a, another uh, filthy, no good, grifting carny. A friend of mine doing that show, uh, his name is Pinkerton, he runs a Dead Man's Carnival, and him and I were basically just on a mission, we were in Chicago, we didn't live in Chicago, um, so, you know, we were, I, we were on the plan of doing the show, and then just, uh, you know, hooking up with whoever, but then I met her, and there was just something about her that I told my friend, I said, you know... I'm going to marry that woman, and we're going to have kids. And he's like, yeah, all right. All right. Whatever, let's go to exit and hook up with some nasty Let's go to exit! <laughs> yes! No! Shaylee Fitz! Yeah. Um, so, okay, so, Red Rum, when... Because you said as soon as she saw him, you, you said, oh, fuck, I'm married. Yeah. So from when you said, oh, fuck, I'm married... 
when did when did it change to I don't, I don't care. I want I want I want. Yeah, I think it was after um, I saw him perform again, um, and it was even though he's doing these like disgusting things on stage, there's something about his confidence that was very true. <laughs> yeah, she likes the confidence. Doesn't matter what you do, so long as you own it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. I'm, I'm the wild card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every every group, the A team, everybody had a wild card, and that was me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't and, know if I would gamble with you. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I knew. But I'm very vanilla. I'm very, I'm easily bit. shocked. You know, I live in a very. Yeah, she is. <laughs> you should have been here for our sex workers show. That was a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody talk about peeing in glass. She's like, ooh. And then they're gonna fist me. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I, clutch her chest. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do get really anxious. Um, so when we come back. Boy meets girl, girl meets boy. They fall in love and then they make a baby. Let's talk about that when we come back. We are back talking about modern families and the interesting dynamics that family is these days. It's not your cookie cutter, Donna Reed, although those outfits were fabulous. Uh, we're not going back to that day of, uh, you know, daddy goes out to work, mommy stays home and cleans and all that good shit. The good old days. Right, Lucy? The good old days? No? Feminism? No? Talk like you remember. <laughs> what came first? Baby or marriage? Uh, well, what happened was... Baby. Um, <laughs> yes, I love the baby comes first. Okay, but... What happened... What had happened was... We did a show together at Cobra Lounge and we had, like, flirted you know, back and forth. And then when she was helping me set up my props in the backstage, the curtain was drawn. Then we kissed. And then from the moment we kissed, <laughs> it was like every time uh, we could sneak away and be alone together, we did. And then I went down on her on the back stairwell. And then, you know, then after that, it was just, uh, I mean, we... Had you hear it. that, Dexter? That's how mommy and daddy met. <laughs> and then, Someday he's gonna know. Yeah, and then, and then you know it progressed from there, so that every time we were able to be alone together, it was just like we were just banging anywhere and everywhere. And then uh, that's all. Oh, I just sorry. want romantically, I just want the romantically to know banging. How funny it is to watch Sinjula tell this story and then watch the reactions coming from Red Robin. It's terrific. <laughs> I wish that we were videotaping it. Go ahead. So, yeah, so as we were romantically banging anytime we got a chance, uh, eventually, you know, uh, my ex girl or my girlfriend at the time, it turns out she actually had a husband, too. So, it was like this big old Jerry Springer affair. And eventually, she, she moved out of my apartment, stole all my shit, and uh, I called Michelle. Or, Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <clears throat> Edit. Uh, so I, I called Red Rum and I said, you know, this crazy bitch just ran out with all my shit, which is okay because now she's <laughs> gone and we can be together. Because the thing is, is that I didn't even like my, my girlfriend at the time, but she was a psycho and she had the keys to my my apartment <coughs> I don't know how many keys she made so it's like I was trying to do damage control by just 
pulling away enough that she just got bored and left and latched onto somebody else, which is what she did. And Red Rum by that time was already separated uh, from her husband. So uh, two weeks later, um, see, she was in Pennsylvania for two weeks, so we couldn't see each other. And that's how I knew that I loved her because I didn't bang anybody in that two weeks. Not even romantically. It's like a fairy tale. It's like a fairy tale. Uh, you know, every girl's dream. I, 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 I you didn't want to bang anyone else. Yeah, there, well, the thing is, is people ask me how you know you're in love, and I said, you know, before I met her, every girl uh, I saw I wanted to bang, and I usually did. And now every girl I see, I want to bang, but I don't. <laughs> so, and that's because I love my wife. This is the this is the I, new age of romance. romance. Yes, and yeah, romance. <laughs> like, this is because new age romance. Because <laughs> yes, he chose me, bitches. So suck on that. After that two weeks, she came to visit me, and we were having a slow day at work, and I, I worked above the bar that I worked at, or lived above the bar I worked at. So my boss was like, "Hey, let's go out on the boat." And she's like, no, I'm sick. And I go, you're just pregnant. And then I like, I knew right away she was pregnant. She's like, no, no, no. And then so uh, then she goes back to Chicago. And a couple days later, I she gives me a call and says, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. You know, I have a good job. If you don't want to be a part of this kid's life, that's cool. I can raise it on my own. You know, I love that's my that. kind of woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just yeah. so you know, so, you knocked me up. I'm going to take but care but of you. But I don't need you. So <laughs> then right. she, asked me, she asked me, you know, what I wanted to do. And I said, fuck it. Let's have the kid and get married. So what What did you think when you saw when you found out that you were pregnant? What was your first? Oh, wow. It took her lots of thoughts yeah. all at the same time. It was like kind of, okay, we're doing this. Um, did you think that he wasn't going to stick around? Did you Did you have You know, it doubts? definitely was a wild card. Like three days really later was. that she told me, and, and you know, I, I joke around a lot, but in reality, you know, as much as I liked being single and just um, banging just tons and tons of hotties, the thing is, is that I was really always ready to settle down. Yeah, and, it sounds like And it. get married and, <laughs> and have a kid, so... I mean, it was just something I did because I was single, you know, and so once she said, you know, I'm pregnant, what do you want to do? That's why I said, fuck it, let's have the baby and get married because... Was that the order? Let's have the baby, then get married? Is that how you wanted us well, to Well, we wanted to get married before, but she was going through the... She was separated from her husband and yeah, going through a divorce. It took me about a year to get the, yeah. the other divorce. So okay. we so. actually... So, but to, it was... Um, Ten hours later. Yes, after after I got my divorce, we immediately went and uh, filed for marriage license. Oh, you can't yeah. even do that with a civil fucking union, you know. <laughs> like you have to wait thirty days later. before you can even get re civil unionized, and it's yeah, they let us be so reckless. That's well, so funny. It's so, because it's because of the sanctity of marriage. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. So he says, "Fuck it, let's just get married." What do you think about that? Like that's. You, I, you I knew I wanted to know be, him at this time, right? Yeah. Like, I knew I wanted to be with her, and I knew that she was the best thing that would had ever happened to me. So I knew that, and I was, knew that too. So there was, was no like, way that I was gonna <laughs> let her get away. Did you? Did you already know he had another child previously? Yeah, I did. Okay. 
Because you have another child. <laughs> that's a plot Chase point that I it. didn't know. Yep, that's good. And this other child is a little older, right? Like, uh, she's eighteen, and she has. Oh, not a uh, little older. She's she, an adult. Yeah, she has uh, a baby. So you're uh, also two. a grandfather. Yes, and she had her baby like two months after Dexter was born. So close. Two months after Dexter was born, so... Yeah, so I was a new father and a grandfather all in the same two months. <laughs> so... I live life fast. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, no so to step right. back a second and, like, the time that I had to explain this to my parents... <laughs> well, I, I... So I found out I was pregnant, and I thought, well, I don't want to tell my parents yet because I want them to meet him, and, you know, I don't want... Th- I want them to meet him... Without this whole context, oh, they're having a baby and we have to accept them. Yeah. yeah. So I brought him to Pennsylvania to meet my parents. They were still really getting used to the idea that I was getting divorced. So it was like a big shocker to them. Right. So then, you know, here I was leaving my um, husband at the time, and who was a professor, and we had a house together, and we like and her parents we had the per- perfect cops, wedding. And and I was a felon. <laughs> so oh then my in, God. in comes Tanjula with his tattoos and. He's a sideshow performer, and they don't know what that means, and he's got the stretched ears and the body modifications, and <laughs> it was very scary, but um, they honestly hit it off. Really? Yeah, and so by the last day that we were there together... Parents I, always have always liked me and trusted me. I, I have he's full of good stories. They never see your shows, do they? Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's just uh, maybe that uh, I, there's a... Something that even in my craziness, I am actually very responsible and, you know, manipulative. I don't know. Well, we can, when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation just a little bit more. Very good stuff. Be right back. So we are back uh, talking with Red Rum and Sinchula, and we are now to the point where they've had their son, and now they are married. And you have a cute little two-year-old boy. His name is Dexter. Correct. What has... Having a baby, how has it like affected your performances and and how you keep doing your craft? Well, I honestly think it's made us more productive um, because you learn to manage your time differently, <laughs> <laughs> um, and because we've been performing for a couple of years now, we have like a better, quicker idea of mm-hmm. where we fit into things and what who our characters are and what our pieces are and what our mission is I guess um so I I feel I feel like the pregnancy in the first year were definitely the hardest to get through so now now, now Dexter is, little... is no stranger though to the community like no, he's we... been actively involved I guess yeah. yeah from the beginning I mean we don't because we don't have family in town mm-hmm. it was always a and we can't afford a babysitter so a lot of times if the uh, show is in the theater um we would bring him with you know, he's been raised around burlesque people, circus people, drag queens, and all these other uh, uh, different types of performers, you know, and uh, I, I think it's good to expose your kids to a lot of different types of people with a lot of different viewpoints because it's, it's better to have your child well-rounded and make their own decisions than try to impose your will on them, which never works. Never works. Well, <laughs> when Lucy told me the story about Sinchula and Red Rum, she had a really, really funny story on, like, how you were first 
introduced to them, really, kind of. Is that right? Um, no, actually, I knew Red Rum uh, as a performer. I'd been doing fire dancing stuff uh, for Girly Q and TNT a little bit, and that's how I started getting familiar with Red Rum. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first experience of Sanjula, however, was at the 1901 Gallery, which was an amazing space that was open to any kind of burlesque performer or anybody to go and really get experimental. And so they had a uh, fables or um, fairy tales themed show, and um, Sanjula did Rumpelstiltskin, and um, I think you did Medusa, a Medusa yeah, of some so. kind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have red rum there with the snakes in the hair and the like freaked out long ass snake tail and everything and she's got the baby and uh she was on stage dressed up as this like demonic goblin and he's got this narrative going about this like rumpelstiltskin character that would go into the villages of people and steal the babies and so he's got this fake baby you know and like he's got a torture device set up and he takes the baby and he starts like fake torturing the fake baby on the fake torturing device and like it was one of those things like it was a rack of some kind yeah it was like the one on the cell yeah the cell where you pull the guts out out and then I was like well and then he starts twisting the guts around his dick which was exposed <laughs> and he's getting it all bloody and everything and he's just kind of wagging it around and like the best part of the entire performance was hearing Red Rum behind me going look at daddy look at daddy look at daddy <laughs> I Dexter cheering him on I think I love that story so much I love that story so much because like you guys obviously have an interesting lifestyle like I would imagine you, you took mentioned to me before that the decor in your home is somewhat darker than yeah. what, what you usually find in homes. You're such a good Christian. Uh, and I know, I don't, <laughs> well, I don't, rarely do you, you find a darkness like cats in jars I don't, stuff like that. I don't, I don't mean to offend. I'm not here to offend nobody. Um, so, and, and Dexter, like, because you dress up like a skeleton so much, he kind of finds comfort in carrying around skulls and totally. stuff like that because maybe he relates to it like his mom. Yeah. He also, I mean, we we never limit the types of toys he wants to play with. So if he wants to play with a skull, uh, we'll pl- let him play with a skull. If he wants to play, he really likes a lot of the Pixar stuff. So it's like if he uh, wants to play His Buzz Lightyear is yeah, like his big band right Yeah. Now. All those toys, you know, and... And so we try to create an environment where he, you know, is able to, to pick and choose, make his own decisions and things. Well, let's talk about family, because like, and what and what your definition of that is, since now you have one and you, um, you work in this community that's not really of the norm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going through everything that regular families go through, like normal, quote-unquote, normal families. Tell us what, like, your goals and ambitions are for your family. Like, what? how do you see the structure growing? And um, You know, I think from, like, a, a performance level, I want to just keep, you know, performing and keep doing what we're doing. And then eventually, you know, I would like to, once I retire, I'd like to teach sideshow to to kids and and use it as a way to help kids stay off of drugs and out of trouble so i I really think that kids get in trouble primarily because they have no guidance they have uh you know they have no one to talk to they have no real ambition or a lot of times, no real hobbies. I think, yeah, you, you know, no yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What is it? Idle hands. 
Do you have anyone in your life that may question the way that you're raising Dexter or the environments oh, that you sure, put him for in? For sure. I think, I mean, for us, our perspective is we love to include him in everything that we do. Um, we don't want there to be anything that we do that we hide from him, like right. it's a dirty secret or something. Cause yeah, because you kind of got well, over doing that with your parents when you were a teenager. So you're Well, like, that, and here's the thing is that I think that there are a lot of people um, on the peripheral, people not people that know us, but people that just kind of peripherally know us. I, I think that a lot of times they they think of us as being bad parents just because of what we do because a lot of people they don't see burlesque as an art form they see it as mommy's a stripper and daddy's a psycho yeah you know and and when you when you equate performance in those completely negative contrasts i i can see how people would think you were a bad parent but what people don't seem to realize is that because i get this question all the time um is people say, you know, what what's your sex life like? And I said, you know, you're welcome to watch, but you'd be probably really bored because people have this notion that, you know, we go home from show and then we smoke some crack and then we I hang from my <laughs> testicles while she burns my throat with cigarettes. You've never like, done that since you luck. You've never done that. <laughs> hey, there was that was <laughs> She's just like good old fashioned like, romantic banging for me. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I jet out of shows as soon as I can because I got a wife and kid home, at home, and I'm a stay at home dad. So while she's working all day, I'm you know doing all the decorating, all the cooking, the cleaning. Now that's an laundry. interesting dynamic. Was yeah. that always the intention, yeah. or I love, I love the structure of a nine to five. I love like. Being a person who goes to work, I hate cooking. I hate laundry. Yeah, me, I hate I'm more of a wild card, but he, I really, I really like cleaning. He loves and I like good. decorating. I like, you know. So it's like I do all the cooking and cleaning and all the grocery. Look shopping. out, conservative America! This and is a really cattywampus family here. <laughs> yeah, and you know, so I, I do get uh, people calling me Mr. Mom and stuff like that, which. I I embrace it. It's the notion that men are incapable because you look at any TV show scenario, it's always the same, whether it's like Family Guy or Simpsons or what. The dad is a bumbling idiot that just barely scrapes by in a nine to five, and the mother is doing all the work. And that's the thing is like in society, I think we have this notion that men are not capable of raising a child and being nurturing. So it, it becomes equated with this effeminate sort of lifestyle. And, you know, not that not, there's sometimes where I'm not effeminate, but that's, that has nothing to do with me there's being not, a stable. There's sometimes when I'm not effeminate, too. That just has no, to do with me being no? a No? You being a good dad and making the choice to take care of your child and, mm-hmm. like, work in a home because that does require work. Oh, yeah. You know, no, that's I, not you know, easy. That's a, yeah. that's a stand-up thing, and I think it really goes to show that society doesn't always have it right and the roles that they, these stiff roles that they try and put us in and it's always so nice to see people that can operate outside of those roles in such a smooth way because it's so clear that you guys have this down, you know, that, you know, you guys work as like a team and that this all goes hand in hand, you know, that you each play a role. I think it was also because we both had been married before so this was our second marriage so 
we kind of figured out what did and didn't work in a, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And also because, you know, both of us are so, are the way we think or, you know, our goals are so performance oriented. I think that that was our first primary uh, goal is to not let having a baby and getting married change you. And that's the problem is a lot of times you get married and people are just like, they, they act like... Well, I mean, that's what you hear, is they, they like, actually get change you. Marriage changes you. Oh, and it does. Well, I mean, it when does. I let it, my ex-husband, I mean, his comment to me was, we're married now. You can't be doing all these things. You need my permission. <gasps> oh. That's Sorry, boring guy. Now over. that's why you're a deep boy. Like that one line would be like, "This isn't gonna." Happen. No, it, yeah. and that really. <laughs> well, yeah. and that's that's the thing is like having a baby and getting married does change you, but it only changes you as much as you let it. It it does change people's perception of you. Mm-hmm. I think that you know people didn't have a problem with maybe some of the things that we did until we had a baby and then suddenly they're like all right now you gotta knock off all this stuff and get a real job yeah, but, stop stapling your ball sack to yeah. the wall sam what Jula. they don't realize is i make more money stapling my ball sack than i would at any nine to five job i hear you know yeah. we'll be right back we are back and the one thing that i want to i want to kind of ask or what kind of want to like open up to the panel here is like i find that Children that are, like, raised even in the city, like, like city kids as opposed to, like, suburban kids or, like, where I'm from, small town kids, like, they have a completely different sense of life. They know more. They're more accepting. I think that that's even heightened more when it's going to come to little Dexter um, because you are introducing him to, like, body positivity, you know, and all that kind of stuff and like thinking um, outside the box and thinking outside, you know, like not being homophobic, not, you know, like understanding what a drag queen is and you know all that kind of shit. I think that I think that is going to help him um as he grows up. But what if he becomes like a tea party evangelistic Republican? <laughs> well, the only thing that I that well, I worry about, I mean, we're very lucky because we're in a community of performers. In the city, I work in an art school. I don't have to hide anything I do from anybody. Now, when Dexter goes to school, like I'm more, I'm kind of afraid of what other people's Mm -hmm. kids might project onto him. Because kids are terrible. Yeah, Yeah. kids are awful. It's like that episode where the Adams Family kids go to school for the first time and they're traumatized. (laughs) Yeah, but I do like it when they go to camp and wreak havoc on it. Yeah. This is this is why I always say that I like to keep my apartment CPS clean. Like, you know, if anybody if they does go to school and everybody's like his parents are weirdos, send child protective services over there. They can walk in and be like, ta da. Immaculate. <laughs> I keep my shit CPS clean all the time. There may be jars of animal parts, but I've dusted it before you came. Yeah. But they are in formaldehyde and it's completely yeah. sterilized and yeah. sealed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, as far as what he becomes, the only thing that I don't want him to be is somebody. A bully? That, yeah, I, I, I will not tolerate a bully. And I don't want him to, yeah, I don't want him to be somebody that bullies people or steps on people. I really don't care what he does for a job or who he chooses to date or marry as long as he's making informed decisions 
that are not going to um, affect everybody else negatively. You know, he's going to make his own decisions. I'm going to let him fall on his ass sometimes because that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. You have to make mistakes. I'm never going to tell him not to do something because that's a surefire way to get them to do something. (laughs) It's the same way I did with my daughter. I, I, you know, when she talked to me about sex or drugs, you know, I told her why I did the things I did and why I would suggest not doing them, but I never told her not to do it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think if you keep an open line, uh, dialogue with your kid, it's, it's better if you know what they're doing so that you can help them out and make it so that they're not afraid to come to you for help. When you are parents who are so visually out of the norm as well, I mean, like, you know what, you guys know what it's like to, to be looked at in a weird way, I mean, by, by the outside world. And so giving your kids, not you, huh, Shay? Never you. I walk past some people are just like, damn, that's a, that's a man, Maury. That's a man, Maury. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, I mean, I just think that it's really, really refreshing because I think that as more people that experience negativity growing up or negativity in their life because of what the decisions they made and they start to make families and they start to make children aware of how that feels when, you know, people feel that way. I think that's the start of maybe a nice evolution on, because kids are dicks. Yeah. As somebody who was bullied when I was younger, it's important to, like, let your kid know that regardless, like, they're a superstar. And it's like, don't forget that. Because anybody else that's bullying you or doing things to you, that's their shit. And, like, right. you don't take on their shit. Right. Whatever right. they say about you, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Yeah, let your freak flag fly. There's a, that's a yeah. thing. And you should do that. And I don't think that you should be um, upset about that. And I think that this has been really interesting uh, and a great contrast between Tammy and Jackie and Sinjula and Red Rum because it is two completely opposite families that are completely outside of the norm of what you think about when you hear it. And it's all functioning and working. And I think it's wonderful. So congratulations to you guys. And thank you so much you. Uh, for coming and talking. This was um, Red Rum and Sinjula. How can we find out about y'all? Do y'all have websites or yep. or uh, things? Yes. Oh, we were still from MySpace to Facebook, girl. Pat yeah, the we, truck up. We're moving straight down the line. Yeah, we both uh, we both have websites, but um, they don't get they don't they aren't updated as <laughs> often as Facebook. Oh, but they do link um, to other sites that are updated, so you can find Sanjula at sanjulavamana.com. And you can find me at redrumperformanceart.com. Oh, they are literally the Adams family. Literally the Adams family. And I thought the Adams concerts. family was the Adams family. <laughs> Shut your mouth, ho. But it was, it's so cute. And thank you so much again for coming on the show. Thank you. Um, we will be back again next time. I have been Tony Soto with Miss Shay Coulee and Miss Lucy Wack. Uh, um, all right. Well, thank you so much.